can, can we, we be real, be real with, you? with you? Episode 20, we made it. Oh my finally. god. <sighs> Crazy. 20 weeks what of you guys, this. What you guys didn't hear was last episode, we had like a five minute discussion <laughs> over what episode it was, like we normally do. So I know. We're very confused. It's because we don't like other podcasts will put the number of the episode on in the title but we don't do yeah. that so I'm that would always, just be way too complicated to yeah. do that though i'm like um one two three like, <laughs> counting no literally um okay so this is the first episode of its kind mm-hmm. on can we be real with you we're going to do basically just like a summary of what life's been like and all of our what we're loving across as many like groups of things we can Mm -hmm. think of um first off exciting news we just did an interview for first in line podcast someone wants to write about the podcast i know that's a first for us yeah crazy Um, so hopefully we didn't ramble too much i know i'm like um but i think there was we dropped some gems in there definitely Mm -hmm. yeah and it was really nice just to hear that people are connecting with the content i mean it's like obviously a super big thing to Mm -hmm. start a whole nother podcast and put out two podcasts a week and so to feel like people are actually connecting with the content still makes it feel worth it so that's super exciting in terms of life uh i did a job interview this week too so so yeah, that was super big for me. I still don't know whether I got the job, and that's. But yeah, it's exciting. that's not really like the point of it. But still, finally, yeah. like I haven't had one since early June. Yeah, so it's been a long time. And you're doing some life. Yeah, life I'm doing some life week. changes this week. I'm going to LA tomorrow, actually tomorrow morning, and I'm staying till through the weekend to look at apartments. Do you have any idea of, like, what you want? I know you're moving in with someone that you worked with at Urban, right? Yeah. So I'm moving with my friend Maddie. Um, We definitely want – I don't – like, I'm like, okay, we obviously want two bedrooms because there's two of us. Um, Preferably separate bathrooms, but not really that big of a deal if we have to share, I don't think. Like, I just – I'm like, you know, L.A. is expensive. But, um, and we also want to stay in, like, West Hollywood, Hollywood, like, area. We just want to be more, mm-hmm. like, centrally located to a lot of things rather than be, like, far west or far east or far north or wherever. Um, yeah, so I'm just, we have a few apartments, like, um, tours scheduled. So I'm just interested to see how things look in real life because, pictures like i can't gauge anything like i'm just like okay yeah that's like a you room. really can't tell with like the the angles too yeah. because they obviously play with those a lot so you really don't know until yeah you or them. just like i've been watching a lot of people's videos even for the past few months of like moving especially specifically to la um and like some of them are always just like you know these pictures look bad in in online but then i went there and i was like wow like the lighting is great like this is such a good place like i love this apartment not necessarily like that wasn't the the apartment that they picked but like you know you just never know with pictures because it could either be really good or really bad yeah um so i'm just excited to go out there and like actually see what's out available and just you haven't looked any of the other times you were out there no no i have two friends that are moving out to la basically my only friends from high school which is great i have (laughs) no reason besides my family to be in north jersey anymore but um 
they're both one of them's moving out today actually the 21st oh my God, and then she's driving out there oh wow and then my other friend is planning to move in january because she was planning to do it like post-grad and then with COVID, everything yeah. happened obviously i know you were planning to go out earlier yeah too. i was gonna go in the summer do you have any like deal breakers that um, you like absolutely cannot live with well I prefer laundry in the building. I was going to say in, in-house in laundry. Yeah. yeah, laundry definitely in the building. I don't really care if it's in the unit, but I need it to be in the building. Um, when I was in, when I studied abroad, um, I lived literally on like off of Kensington High Street. So like mm-hmm. across from Kensington Palace. But the main building that housed students was like five minutes down the road. Yeah. And so we lived in an apartment building that didn't have any elevators so i lived on the third floor i know my friend natalie lived on the fifth floor we used to have to walk down and this was winter so it'd be cold outside and we'd have a bunch of sweaters we have to walk our laundry five minutes down the road and then it would never get dry so yeah. then i have to carry like wet sweaters all the way back to my apartment and i lived in a room with two other girls and so we used to have to hang like the clothes all around the room and like on the bunk beds it was just Mm-hmm. a mess and that's like when yeah. laundry became super like more important to me yeah i'm like i like i prefer like guess i would be over the moon if it was in the apartment build in the apartment itself but as long as it's in the building like i think that's fine i'm like i do not have time and don't want like time and energy to like sit in a like if i don't have to unless i find like i'm like wow i cannot pass up this amazing mm-hmm. deal like then i'll like suck it up but um it's just more of a convenience factor definitely to have your laundry near you like in the same building are you gonna learn how to drive um yeah for those of you that don't know yeah um, still does not have her driver's license i know she's one of those people with just the state id (laughs) i know i just literally i want to definitely but i i don't know i'm just like ugh. but then i won't even have a car i mean maybe then if i get my license i'll get a car but yeah i just don't know i just want I mean, my it's license. hard because it's such like an uber generation yeah and, like, especially out in la but also in a pandemic like do you want to be getting in different yeah cars, exactly like, but maddie yeah but my roommate maddie has a car so i'm mm-hmm. like i'll have her but yeah you're right and like i just want the driver's license just to have the driver's license not necessarily to like because i'm like oh my god i want to buy yeah, a car you don't have and, like, to drive, drive. yeah I just yeah. want it because I'm like, it's a life skill that I need. But I just. But it also, hasn't... if you go on a trip and like renting a car, yeah. like, to be able to be like, oh, I can take an hour of like yeah. driving. Yeah. So that'll be something that I have to do. But yeah, I'm excited to look at apartments and I'm, I'm just excited to go back to LA and like see my friends responsibly and like just have a bit of something like i love la i'm sure it's come across in this podcast a million times but like i love it that's why i'm moving there and i usually go there often and now that i haven't been there since december i just am like oh my god i want to go back so bad even if everything even if it's like not normal like it's just like you know i just like seeing my friends and having a routine and being like oh my god i miss everyone and i just miss la also your life's been on hold for kind of two like Mm -hmm. this is the second year now because you were always planning on moving to la and you kind of like put other things on the back burner to like eventually move to la so like to finally do it will probably make you feel a lot yeah more free and like you're moving forward with your life yeah and i'm just like 
I say this to everybody, but like I'm nervous. Like I'm excited to go look at apartments, but I'm also just nervous because I'm like, I don't even know what like I'm imagining. Like I just don't know what it, what it's going to be like. And then like it's like, okay, it's one thing to look at an apartment and like sign a lease and be like, okay, I'm going to move here in January. And then it's another thing to be like, holy fuck, like I have to move and like live in yeah. this city. And, Especially like, because you didn't go to college away for like you commuted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is going to be like your first time mm-hmm. living alone yeah and like paying rent and having to like figure things out and like even just like making i mean i'm a fully capable adult i was gonna say i literally was gonna say you're probably the most fully capable person (laughs) i know but it's still like a complete adjustment there's like things you have to remember that you've never had to think about before yeah because when i'm like when i live at home like my parents are like taking care of the house and like making sure everything's Mm -hmm. okay and i'm like you know, now I now I have to be the one doing that. But it is also comforting to know that I have Maddie and she also has never moved out of her house before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, we're, we're in this together. Like, we're in a new city together. Um, I have friends there, so I'm also – that's a plus for me. Like, I don't have to make a whole another group of friends. I, like, have some people there already. So that'll be nice. And I have Maddie, so I'm excited. But, yeah. Yeah, and she's going to have to be comfortable with you podcasting around her 24-7. <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited because I'm like, okay, you're obviously she's coming with me, but we're meeting in LA and I'm like, okay, you get to meet my friends and you better like each like, other. This better which go. <laughs> I yeah. think, I'm like, I think you guys will. But yeah, the podcasting thing, it'll it's like good content for me to move yeah. for us <laughs> yeah. to be in a new city. I'm like, how many times will you run into Sean Mendez oh God. when you're living there? If you haven't listened to this week's episode of First in Line, make sure you check it out. We talk all about celebrity experiences. Yep. Um, how about your boyfriend of the week? Okay. My boyfriend of the week this week is a funny one because is I... It? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny one because... Okay, if you know me, you know that I have an undying love for Adam Sandler. Yeah, true. And that is my boyfriend of the week this week. But it's funny because he come came out with a Netflix movie called Hoobies Halloween. Like, it's a mm-hmm. new one. I still have not watched it yet. But um, I'm planning to. Maybe I'll do it on the plane tomorrow. Do people like it? What is the... Uh- I think it's, like, kind of mixed. Like, I've heard... I've read reviews it's probably like a little bit younger than our target audience and right? it's like yeah it's i've heard people say that it's kind of like billy madison mm-hmm. like like in the humor and stuff but obviously a little different um my sister my younger sister also loves adam sandler and thinks he's like the funniest man on planet earth because duh and she liked it so i think i'll like it because i like him and i like his movies like i like billy madison i like big daddy like i like all those movies so I think I'll, I'll like it, hopefully. Yeah. It's so funny because my boyfriend, Eric, um, really only knows you mostly from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And because I'll have met him, but it was like the first, it was like three weeks into us like dating. So mm-hmm. I think you would, it's not the same conversations you guys would have like now. Yeah. Yeah. That he kind of knows you, but he literally sent me that TikTok that I sent to you. Yeah. And it's this girl like asking, she's like, I'm so like, beautiful and blah 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 and i had this great personality like why am i not married to adam sandler and he literally <laughs> said this is elham so he sent it to you literally like it's the fact that p- 
people will know that from three tweets of yours. I love him. I just think he's first of all, Uncut Gems. If you didn't listen to our podcast about our favorite movies, Uncut Gems yeah. is one of is in my top ten. I just think he's like so smart. Like actually, I don't think we talked about our favorite movies. It was TV shows. Oh, then maybe okay. I'm talking. I'm thinking about the Zoom that I had with Milan. Yeah, yeah. We talked about our TV shows, but Uncut Gems is my favorite movie. Like I love that movie. Um, it's like grown ups, like grown ups who like I just love feel good, funny movies that like mm-hmm. aren't don't have to take that much like energy to understand. Even though Uncut Gems is like uh, way different say, than his Uncut other Gems things, hurt my eyes. Yeah, but like, the, like I think anxiety I was getting with what the when they're all in the booth like that mm-hmm. scene it was just like i know but he's just so funny and he just seems like such a nice guy and like i honestly i recommend everyone to watch um his interview with jimmy kimmel i think or i think it was kimmel maybe it was fallon i don't know what whichever <laughs> one, one of the jimmies um where he talks about Hoobie's halloween and he talks about Car- cameron boyce because mm-hmm. cameron boyce was supposed to be in it because he's in the grown-ups and he's in like a few of adam sandler's movies and um he just seems like such a nice guy and he's been famous for so long and you know clearly there's a reason for that i think and has had like zero to none no scandal he just seems like a family guy who's just like funny and he's like i'm gonna make a movie and he has another netflix movie coming out this is literally like me selling adam sandler to the audience (laughs) but he has another netflix movie coming out about um being like a recruit a recruiter for the mba yeah in philly yeah so i'm excited for that one too Wow. Yeah. Adam Sandler, welcome to the charts. I know. Like, welcome. What a rousing, like, welcome he was given. I know. 10, 14 minutes of a welcome. I'm Speaking sorry. of viewing experiences, we're going to round up what we've seen, heard, read over the last month. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning the other week, well, finishing Shit's Creek. And... I actually didn't like the first few episodes of the season. They weren't, like, cohesive. It kind of felt a little messy, and they were just, Mm -hmm. like, all over the place. So I kind of, like, watched it very slowly because I I was enjoying them, but I was like, oh, no, like, I don't want them to end the season this way. Yeah. The last four to five episodes, oh, my God, they were so good. And then the last episode, I just cried the entire episode, which is funny because it's, like, a comedy. Yeah. But it was just such a good ending, and Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. So if you've finished Shit's Creek, let me know whether you had the same reaction that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I didn't realize how – there were 14 episodes, and I didn't realize how far into it I was. And it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was on episode 12, and I was like, (gasps) I have to watch episode – like it had already – episode 13, by the time I was like trying to decide whether or not to watch it, was already playing. Yeah. And then – after I watched episode 13, there was no way I was going to sleep not watching the last episode. Exactly. So I just watched it all the way through. Oh, yeah. So I need. I definitely need to watch Shit's Creek from the start because that was one of the shows that in the beginning of the quarantine, I was watching. It's so funny about quarantine because it's like, are we still in – like, I don't know. Like, are we still in quarantine? I know. Are we not? I know. I'm but like yeah, – you had started it. Yeah, I started it, but I have this thing and I'm sure I've – I have this thing where I just watch shows too late at night and then I fall asleep and then I like go to watch them 
the next day and i'm like on season two episode eight i'm like wait what like how did that happen um so i need to stop doing that i need to watch shows like at 10 o'clock in the morning or something <laughs> like yeah so you can um, actually engage with them yeah but i i mean i liked it i thought it was funny but i definitely need to actually watch it um but a show that i or it's a documentary that I recently rewatched was The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, nice. On, I've seen like pieces of it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And I watched it when it was on TV with my family. Um, but I definitely like was dipping in and out because it, it came on TV during Ramadan. So I was like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, dipping in and out, didn't really pay attention um, to like the latter half. Like the first four episodes I've watched fully, but then the last four I didn't. Or I think maybe there's 10 episodes. I'm not sure. But um, very well, like highly recommend that documentary. Even if you think you know everything about Michael Jordan and you don't know, you don't know everything about Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. Like it's so interesting to me how someone that is so great and has so many accolades is just like, it took every he didn't like what the critics said about what journalists would say about him that were negative like he was super petty like just super emotional and you don't think of michael jordan as something that's very like emotional like that um it was shot very well and i just highly recommend everyone watching it like i definitely think that documentary is going to like sweep the oscars for docuseries like it was so well done and so engaging um and they didn't only focus on him like they had an episode about scotty pippen they had an episode about phil jackson they had an episode about dennis rodman but then it would like be these people's relationships in um the context of yeah yeah, in the context of their relationship with michael jordan but then also like how michael jordan was treated on the bulls slash in the nba versus these people and like how these like superstars added to his team and stuff like you know they always say like there would be no jordan in the 90s if it wasn't for scotty pippen or dennis rodman or the entire like bulls team because it's like you can be a great player but if you don't have the assets around you like nothing is going to come of it Mm -hmm. um but like honestly it was really 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 good and there's so much footage of him that i'm just like oh my god like someone was sitting on this for like decades like so much footage of him and it's insane i'm just like not only like playing basketball but like you know going about his everyday life like in between interviews like um like behind the scenes of like commercials and things like that it's just really interesting so highly recommend everyone to watch yeah like i talked about last week i was loving deaf you which i Mm -hmm. finished so it was very short-lived obsession because now i can only just like follow everyone on social media (laughs) because i finished the eight episodes um Something else that I watched over the last month was um, American Murder, The Family Next Door. Did oh, you watch yeah. it? No, but I want to. You have to. It is so I just, good. Yeah. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's, like, awful. It's the story of Chris Watts, and he killed his wife, who was pregnant, and their two kids that they had already had. And it's so, like, um, like chilling because yeah. – she shared her entire life on Facebook like almost too much like it's almost too weird how much she shared because the way that they did the documentary it almost sounds like she's being interviewed by them at some point yeah because she's just like sharing information about their family and them moving and them doing this and that and like her relationship with Chris so it's just like very it almost feels like she's alive at some points when she's talking but it's literally just like then they cut to the Facebook video of her talking. Um, 
and they have like the background where you can kind of tell that they start to think that maybe he had something to do with it and it's just it's so engrossing I think it's like two hours long and just like an unbelievable story and I can't believe the footage that they have of that so it's yeah it's really good also really awful Mm -hmm. you have to be in the right like headspace to watch it yeah I've heard everyone say like really good things about it if you like true crime yeah I would I'm like that's just something that I'll have to watch like at like 7 a.m <laughs> like mm-hmm. i things like yeah. that like literally i watch it at I'm, lunchtime <laughs> yeah i'm like i cannot watch it at night like i don't know how people do that like i'm scared mm-hmm. even like murder podcasts like i'm like i cannot sometimes i'm like in the mood to listen to them definitely not at night but then sometimes i'm like okay this is too scary i'm never gonna listen to this for like three months <laughs> and then yeah. i like go back to it um another thing about uh documentaries seems like this was a month of documentaries. But um, I watched The Social Dilemma. Oh, I haven't seen it. Because I saw really, like, mixed reviews. Yeah, I I have mixed opinions on it. Because I actually, like, my mixed opinion is that I don't agree with it. <laughs> okay, but, I need like, to watch it now. I just think, okay. It's, like, all the people being interviewed were, see, like, executives at Facebook, Pinterest, t- Twitter, Tumblr, every social media platform out there and they they used to work there like google whatever and then they are like oh all of this stuff is bad for you like you shouldn't be using this you shouldn't be on social media like phones are bad social media is bad but it's like okay you have millions of dollars from social media so how like i don't understand um and it kind of just makes people it to me it was like making in the viewers feel like everything that you're doing is wrong instead of like maybe everything that the people behind the apps are doing is wrong yeah you know what i mean and i just feel like the it issue was more on like the it's more on like the consumer than on yeah the, like, than on the app like developers and mm-hmm. stuff and i think the issue for me is like i obviously there's positives and negatives with social media and like the obsessions with the phones like i definitely understand that and i understand that like okay maybe you shouldn't like throw an ipad at your two-year-old kid and be like here at the like your kid is misbehaving and you're just throwing an ipad in their face instead of like actually developing skills and like you know whatever what we used to have when we were younger like we didn't have ipads like Mm -hmm. yes we yes our parents could sit us in front of the tv but like um it there wasn't just this instant it's not to the same extent yeah yeah um and i just feel like there's a way to have boundaries on social media while also understanding that like in this day and age social media is inevitable and you can't just hide away from it um and like i don't think people should feel bad about their social media usage like i hate people that act like they're above like social media same and like that's your choice but like my like that's how i connect with my friends like that's how i connect exactly all the things i love so exactly and i keep using it yeah and i feel like um i just feel like the issue is like maybe the issue is like the society as a whole and how apple has to drop a new iphone once like once a year like maybe that is more than once a year then like me wanting like the problem isn't me wanting the new iphone it's the fact that there's a new iphone every year like Mm -hmm. that's the issue you know what i mean like i just feel like i'm like i'm not gonna 
like no one can make me feel bad for liking twitter and instagram and whatever if like i'm not doing anything negative on it and i think like the blame for all the negative is on the people in the behind the scenes because they can control what is said and shared on their platforms and i can't like Mm -hmm. you know so i mean i recommend i think people should watch it because if you like look on twitter there i remember when it first came out a lot because it was in the top 10 like a lot of people were posting about it like oh my god you need to watch this like it's so eye-opening like blah 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 so i watch it and i'm just like okay this is like stupid like it's just another way to guilt you and i'm like i'm not here for that like i don't agree so whatever yeah i had seen like that opinion like oh my god it's like you need to watch it oh my god like it's so eye-opening and then I started seeing the other reviews and I was like, oh, wait a minute. So, yeah, I've been avoiding it and I've it's been uh, tweeting, watching, watching uh, Julie, Julie and the Phantoms. <laughs> oh, my God. My sister Mumina texted Stop. me today. And she started? Yeah, she's like, I just started it and I can't believe Liv is endorsing this. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> but me, I don't know. I'm like, maybe she's on episode one. I have no clue. That's so awful. OK, like let's let's break it down it's a kenny ortega also this is definitely going to be my barricade or bus like two weeks from now so just like <laughs> prepare yourself for it because we already recorded for next yeah. week um so it's a kenny ortega produced show so obviously it's probably catered more towards like 12 to 16 year old yeah Although there's some aspects of it that i think are like a little bit more mature and the people who i saw tweeting about it were like 25 26 on mm-hmm. twitter so I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. And the premise premise of it is kind of stupid. It's this band that they were just getting their first, they were having their first big show and they ate these like rancid hot dogs and died. And then this girl like 25 years later like sees them as ghosts and then they like start a band together. So it <laughs> sounds like so stupid and maybe like Muna didn't give it a chance. Like, yeah, I think she will. I'm like, she liked High School Musical, the but musical, the, the, the series. Music is, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like on the same level of High School Musical, the series and or the musical, the series. And the music's really good. Madison Reyes, who's the lead in it, is so incredible. She's mm-hmm. awesome. May I say badass bitch. And <laughs> like most of the people in the show are really cute. So why would I not watch yeah. it? Um, yeah. But yeah, I've just done nothing but like watch it, and then they have all the like rehearsal videos from the sh- from the show on YouTube. So I've been watching all of that, and now I've been watching all the interviews. So I've been like very much engaging in just like feel good television. Is it moment. um, is it like thirty minute episodes or an hour? They're like 40, 40 minute episodes. Okay, okay. But I I like went you watch right it all it. on yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe I'll give it a chance. I definitely will give it a chance, but I just, I thought it was funny that Moomin had texted me that today, and I was like, lol, because I'm like, I, that seems like something you'd like if you liked High School Musical, the yeah. Disney Plus show. I think it was, like, more serious than High School Musical, the musical yeah. series, which I, did you watch it? No. I, I did like it. I enjoyed it. It definitely wasn't like, oh my god, this is my show, but yeah. I enjoyed it enough to continue watching it, so yeah. I guess I, I would have to say I liked it. I don't know. I feel like a lot of, and the thing, too, I think the reason why I'm like, promoting it so much i've been begging everyone to watch it is because i'm not someone who likes like super cheesy yeah below my target audience kind of tv shows like that's not my thing i just like can't watch that kind of stupidity and it's not like that at all so like i feel like it would appeal to more older people Mm -hmm. but um yeah i think that's it for all the tv shows i've consumed this month 
a lot of like super quick like watches for me you can yeah. tell what kind of mood i've been in <laughs> um yeah i definitely those are all the new things that i watched i've been re-watching um the parkers that was that just got added to netflix so netflix has this thing called strong black lead it's like mm-hmm. a podcast slash like an initiative i guess and they they started off by um adding in an, an older like from like the 90s or 80s whatever black movie every month like a new one or a few of them to the streaming platform um and then now they started adding tv shows so they added girlfriends the parkers um one-on-one half and half uh the game like shows from like the early 2000s and a lot of them i i there were too old like girlfriends i'd never watch because mm-hmm. i was just way too young it's not my it wasn't my demographic um but i remember watching the parkers and just like re-watching it is funny like it they, it still holds up to me from what i remember like i remember certain episodes but some of them i don't um it's still funny they had it funny enough they had an episode about quarantining which was fucking hilarious to me because they like went to mexico and like ate this food or something or like it was no it was like an airborne illness and someone on the flight back home had it and i was like well that's perfect timing that's so funny i was watching schitt's creek had some like she was like are you done quarantining and i was like i'm so triggered right now i know literally um but i i like it and i it's just like funny comedy it doesn't really have any like drama really um but it's just something nice to watch um before bed i've also been in a type of mood where i like can't like i really want to start watching the sopranos so maybe next month that'll be on my list of shows that i watch but like each episode's an hour and it's like heavy shit and i'm just like not in the mood for that Mm -hmm. so um like quick shows like that or even documentaries where it's engaging like that's what i want to watch (laughs) yeah i feel that completely let's talk about the thing that everyone's (laughs) definitely tired of us talking about but at the same time we can't stop talking about it yeah the fact that as soon as i opened my mouth i knew what i was gonna say too is just like so funny i have it here literally in bold letters like literally in caps okay (laughs) Let's just cut to the chase. I'm like, if anyone is still listening to this podcast at this point, because you know what's going to come. The Vamps dropped their fifth studio album, Cherry Blossom. It is a fucking banger. Yeah. That's all we have to say, really. That's like, at this point, what more is there to say? Um, Every single song on it belongs there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I just like, oh my God, we've been talking about it way too much. So I I, don't even want to like... But we can't not talk about it. Um, also, we've, like, started a, like, vamps army. Literally may I, may a I freaking so. fan club. Yeah. So thanks to everyone that's become a vamps fan because of us in the last two weeks. Really appreciate it. Um, it's, they're one of the reasons why Elham and I are friends in the first place. Mm-hmm. And we are just super excited to see that they're finally sort of making waves, like, yeah you know i like that watching other people in our network enjoy their music is kind of like more rewarding to me than yeah like them succeeding <laughs> like you know <laughs> like just seeing yeah, other people i know enjoy because, them yeah especially because they just don't have like 
um they haven't been to the u.s in probably like two years and mm-hmm. like it's just like crazy to see people that i've never seen tweet about the vamps be like wow this album is so freaking good or like oh i'm gonna give this album a chance and then actually be blown away by the by how great it is and like i like they you can tell by the song lyrics you can tell by the production they're just way it's just way more them and mature and like i every song i'm just like amazed i'm like wow like they wrote this like they wrote these lyrics like they wrote all the lyrics they did all the production like this is freaking crazy to me and i can't and it makes me like it's such a good album to like envision a live show that like every because like every song i'm like oh my god this would be so fun live so i'm just like hoping and praying every day i'm like one day i will hear this freaking album live yeah it's so good i'm actually so mad that the like most well it's like any of their music's been received in the u.s is right now when they cannot come and tour here but also Mm -hmm. i'm very happy because I like am not prepared to sit outside three days in advance to be in yeah. front row to be everyone else that's now a fan, um, <gasps> because I'm incapable of not being front row when it comes to them. So, and it gives us time to get Brad on first. I know line. I'm like Brad. Everyone, please, Petition. all the listeners, please freaking join our manifestation circle to get brad on first in line because i genuinely believe it's going to happen we both do and we just need everyone to stream cherry blossom and stream cherry blossom and you know hype us up yeah (laughs) basically so yeah that's our opinion of the vamps cherry blossom i think that was probably by far favorite by far favorite release or like the most hyped up we've been about a release this month who else has come out with new music so justin bieber had a good month um holy featuring chance rapper and lonely featuring benny blanco blanco yeah i think yeah um highly recommend everyone listen to the live performance on saturday night live of both those songs because i think if you watch those performances you will enjoy that those two songs so much more than if you just listen to them um they're just super fun super catchy and i can you can kind of tell that justin bieber is kind of going into this phase of his life of his career it seems like where he's being more personal it's kind of funny Um, because it's like the same thing as the vamps like i feel like all these artists are getting to the point where they just want to be themselves Mm -hmm. and And, like not be as produced yeah and just like yeah exactly like not be as produced and like one thing that you can't take away from justin bieber is the fact that he can sing really very well and like i think that these two songs really showcase that especially in those performances on snl um and they're just catchy like i can't like i i can hear the melody in my like head all the time like it's just catchy and i i like it i'm like thanks justin good good music yeah finally just kidding. I liked Purpose, too, but... <laughs> it's been, like, a while. Well, no, Changes, I guess, his other album, but, like, yeah. that one kind of did whatever. That was, like, the month before the pandemic. I'm like, has anyone even listened to any song from that? I guess. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. Yeah, kind of got overshadowed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of music did in the beginning of the quarantine. And then we were musicless for a few months, and now <laughs> everyone's dropping albums left and right. I know. I know um uh, we can talk about katie crone our freaking legend 
Our literal number one supporter, our legend, best friend, Queen, came out with her EP, Work of Art. And it's so good. She's worked for like two years on this EP. Um, and it's just crazy that it's finally like all out on streaming platforms. And like she's has like music videos for these songs. Um, I don't know. I feel like since she's like we started becoming friends right when she started writing some of these songs. So like they've been in my life since like the, they were demos and like voice notes like on her phone like and just like sending lyrics to me and be, me being like oh my god like these are amazing and like um so it just feels like i don't know like having them out on spotify and like sharing them with people that might not necessarily know katie as a like a songwriter and just like i know them and then they're like oh that's your friend that you like you know what i mean like your friend has music like let me check it out and being like them being genuinely like blown away by her talent is just like an amazing feeling as a friend and yeah work of art is definitely my favorite yeah but song. that's because that's like the most me like that song that i like i yeah. support katie and i love all her music but like for me to like just sit and listen yeah or like have it on a playlist play it in my car like that's the song for me mm-hmm. um but what's been really exciting is to like watch her be an actual artist and like yeah go through releasing a music video and go through releasing ep and then having all this pr like i love seeing her like extra long like instagram stories with just tons of people listening to her Mm -hmm. promoting her like writing about her like it's actually like i've never been so excited to see someone get so many articles written about them i know same um she's so like well deserving of this attention and i cannot wait for her to accept a grammy one day um yeah it's a really great like work of body work of art (laughs) i know like it is a freaking work of art yeah no, I definitely so we're that proud was, of you. That was another really exciting release this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know of what I'm looking forward to next month release wise, but I'm um, sure. Yeah, I'm excited come. for Ariana at the end of the month. I'm excited oh, yeah, for the true. inevitable. I'm excited for the inevitable Adele album because she's literally hosting mm-hmm. SNL this weekend. So I'm like, okay, something has to be coming. Yeah, like, like there's gonna be a single or something, and yeah. it's gonna be her divorce album. I know, or like post heartbreak album, and I'm no one is ready for that. I like, know, no one. I'm like, can you confirm or deny that you're dating? You've been dating skeptics. Yeah, for like two we years. need to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited for the next month and just um. be more like we only have two episodes of first in line out right now and like so by that this time next month like we'll have a few more under our belt and just to see like that kind of progress too as well as this podcast and um yeah yeah i think that's what i think that's like what i'm most looking forward to like at towards the end of the year is like seeing how much more we could build up first in line I, it's almost like hard for me because we only have one episode a week and like I want us to be putting out more content like that's what's hard about a podcast yeah. it would be virtually impossible for us to put out any more content than we're already putting out yeah um, I know you would just be tired of us talking and I feel like we already kind of overlap in some ways mm-hmm. um but like I just constantly want to be putting out content because it's so exciting to me and like I want to be connecting with people and talking to people and you know being excited over things so i'm excited to see like us build that community more and i'm constantly amazed by how many listeners we've been getting on can we be real with you 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's just us talking to each other. So it's so crazy to me that people I are know. listening. If you've made it through 20 weeks with us, like, thank you. I know. Thank so you. So much for listening to us. I cannot believe that you've listened to us for 20 weeks. We are so grateful to have you giving us any yeah. kind of support, mm-hmm. whether you've listened to one episode, listened to 20, wrote us an Apple review, like, followed us reply, on Instagram. Reply to our stories. Yeah, reply to our stories giving us things to discuss like we've really just there are no words I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so overwhelmed and excited and cannot believe that we started this in june and we're here like i know what? i know i'm like whoa 20 weeks it's Can't a wait. it's a big accomplishment i think I it's actually been 19 weeks because we put out two i think we put out two episodes in this, the first week or something like the when we did the oh special, yeah like, Wednesday slacktivism. yeah but wow 20, yeah I know I'm proud of us and I think that like our we did not expect this from ourselves like when we started mm-hmm. um considering I had a podcast for like over a year and I think we only did 13 episodes we've already like surpassed yeah that in a few months so I don't know everything's just wild I'm definitely rambling right now because I'm just like. You can tell. We just, yeah. We're just super grateful and we have a lot going on that like I just think like our thank yous and our like well wishes to all of our listeners are just like very like we're just overwhelmed in a good way and have so much in store and just so much like so many things planned and like things that we literally would not be possible if no one listened to us. So um, yeah, we're really excited and we hope that we can keep making you guys come back to something exciting every week and like you know whether you're only a can we be with you listener or you're like dual listen to this and first in line like we're really 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 grateful and yeah and let us know if this like weekly wrap-up kind of episode is um something that you enjoy and even like last week we did the emily in paris like specify like us if you enjoy like specific episodes on specific topics like or not topics like like a deep diving shows. into like a show yeah. yeah yeah or if you and and also if you enjoy these type of like monthly wrap-ups that are more like personal because we really only want to put out content that people want to listen to so yeah it's not worth it for us to be doing this if you'd rather hear us talk about a, a show or yeah you know, dating apps we like or college those or something too. like that yeah mm-hmm. just let us know and um i think too something else was just hearing like we're very overwhelmed we just got off this interview that we did mm-hmm. where like um the interviewer told us how connected she felt to first in line and we've only yeah. put two episodes out and we we're just like like yeah how, people feel connected to us like that's I know. so amazing mm-hmm. and people have said that the show's heartwarming that it's made them cry um people can relate to can we be real with you people have been binge watching or binge listening yeah to the, sh- to the show like I could not ask for anything more seriously Mm -hmm. like at this point right now. Um, But let us know if you guys have any episode ideas for either podcast. We're Mm -hmm. trying to really – I don't know. I really enjoyed the Emily in Paris episode actually. I thought it was really fun to kind of like write notes and then compare and like Mm -hmm. talk about it. So if anyone has any other like controversial shows or people or – like anything yeah. that we could dive into let us know and then for first in line we've really been just trying to engage the whole fan community so if you guys have any 
industry people you'd like us to chat to on the show or fandoms you'd like us to look into or if you want to be on the show you consider yourself to be a super fan um or you have other things similar to celebrity experiences you want us to talk about mm-hmm. just dm us let us know um we hope to bring you guys content that you can really engage with in the future yes and we will do our best to watch listen read comment <laughs> yeah over the next month so that we yeah. can bring you guys a very comprehensive list of things that you need to check out yeah mm-hmm, definitely so yeah thank you guys for listening thank you we'll see you next friday on can, can we, we be real, real with you? you good luck apartment hunting mm-hmm.